monster. We've all seen the posts, heard the chatter, but now let's address the issues, but in a sit-down, talk, and listen manner. And that's where this show comes into play. This is Mustang Mentality. It's not your typical town hall banter. This is a place for open dialogue. It's relaxed, where voices can be heard, ideas can flourish, and bridges between town hall, civic organizations, businesses, and our people can be built. Mustang Mentality. It's more than a catchy name. It's a symbol of our town's spirit. Free thinking. Untamed unafraid to challenge the status quo it's time to change the narrative we're here to foster understanding to build a better monster together this is mustang mentality now your host a proud resident and business owner right here in munster anthony christopher Alrighty, man. Uh, as always, we're jumping right into it today. Um, today I'm sitting down with officer and member of the uh, FOP here in Munster, uh, Brad Remertz. So thank you for meeting with me today. I'm glad to be here, Anthony. Awesome. Um, so let's just jump into it like the other ones. You've, you've listened to the other episodes. I have. Right. Yeah. What, what have you thought so far? Uh, well, as you know, I come in, I talk to you every now and then at your business at Top Tier, but... Uh, I commended you when you told me you had this idea. I think it's great. I think it's uh, getting past the big block we have with social media and, you know, mainly Facebook where people write a message and then that message is read by a thousand different people and yeah. they each have a thousand different interpretations of what you meant when you typed out that statement. So yes, yes. You've, uh, you've experienced that wonderful high and low of yeah. trying to... Uh, get your message across and i've seen some of the uh, issues you've had with that so i said i'll come on because yeah. i know a lot of people now know yeah. brad remertz uh as you know prior to this election they <laughs> yeah, had no you, clue who i was it, so. yeah the, b both of us kind of like it's a new it's a new thing we're both getting obviously you have a, a position that i don't with the town but mm. your name is out there more now yes. um so you're the perfect person to come on and and just kind of clear the air and let us know who Brad is. Yep. So, let us know who Brad is. Brad is originally uh, a kid who moved from Lansing, Indiana when he was four years old to Munster, mm -hmm. Indiana for the school system. Probably okay. never heard that happening right. <laughs> in the town of Munster. Family coming for the schools. Mm -hmm. um, but that was back in the late 80s. Grew up here, went from kindergarten all the way through, graduated out of Munster High School in okay. 2002. Mm -hmm. um, went on to college, decided, you know what, I need to grow up. I grew up in a, with a single mother raising uh, uh, three kids for a good chunk of our childhood okay. before she was remarried in Munster. That's, that's a tough, oh. tough uh, job for a mom to pull off, but yeah. she did well. Yeah. Went to college, didn't have anybody other than my grandfather's father figure. He had always told me the military taught him to grow up quickly. Okay. Uh, I always had a desire to join the military, that, that um, little uh, itch that I wanted to scratch. And one day I just jumped into the deep end, joined the military, had a wonderful nine-year career there before oh, I was wow. retired early. Uh, two deployments, one to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. Wow. Um, never thought I was coming back to Munster as a single <laughs> guy. Never thought I was getting married. Okay, yeah. Came back yeah. from my first deployment and met the love of my life. Wow. Um, 
with the full mindset that that would never happen. <laughs> and uh, fell madly in love. We now have two children. We moved back to Munster when she got a job offer downtown Chicago from Georgia. Okay. Georgia's where I started being a police officer. I did uh, four years in Georgia. Okay. Where I started out would be the equivalent, uh, kind of a, it was very unique and different from, but the equivalent of the crime you see in Gary or East Chicago. Okay. For people around here to give them an idea of the mm -hmm. environment I was policing prior mm -hmm. to Munster. And when we moved back here, there's only one place I applied to because okay. I was tired of uh, sure. playing for a losing team. Mm -hmm. You know, that, mm -hmm. was, that was swimming upstream every mm -hmm. day. And I just figured, hey, it's time to come back to Munster. And then my wife, hearing all the stories from me and my siblings about Munster and growing up here, refused to live anywhere else. So that, oh, that okay. was a beyond, you know, yeah, even excellent. with the uh, urges of me, like, we can get a little more for our money elsewhere. And there's yeah. other communities that are developing. Mm -hmm. and, you know, everybody knows Crown Point. Yes. St. John's doing great things. Um, I really respect the resurgence of Crown Point. I mm -hmm. love what they've done with, mm -hmm. like, the square and everything. That's a wonderful, successful tale. Yeah. Um, and uh, she would not have anywhere but Munster wow. for the schools and mm -hmm. then, of course, the proximity to the city because she was driving downtown at the time. Yeah, my wife so. also, uh, she works at University of Chicago. There you go. So it was the same thing. When we bought our first home, we bought our first home in Munster, and we bought our second home in Munster, just mm -hmm. added a bedroom. And we decided, like you mentioned, the school systems, like, okay, we're at the age, if we're going to have a child, you know, like, do we move to Crown Point? Do we move to Valpo? Uh, her commute would be a little bit more, but like you said, we'd get a lot more land and more bang for our buck. But we said, no, we're probably going to have a kid. We want Munster schools. So we, we stayed in yeah. Munster. So. so, and it's not a decision I regret at all. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, there are times where you're like, oh, geez, it sure would be nice to have a little more land, but our mm -hmm. house works well for us. Um, yeah. We love having our kids in the school system in Munster. Yeah. Uh, of course, for me, it's neat. My daughter now being in high school, she has a Letterman jacket, and she came upstairs oh. with my Letterman jacket that my mom saved for me, pulled oh, it out of storage, nice. and yeah. uh, you know had them side by side, and that was a proud dad moment. Like, mm -hmm. oh, look at that! She's wearing the same colors. Mm -hmm. Very so cool. Those those moments that you know they make you zero money or anything but they're they're just those moments you don't anticipate and uh mean a lot as a parent i'm sure as you know you you've got what 9 months now yeah 9 months nine so month we're old, different man. different uh, eras of our blink, dadhood but blink you're going to have a teenage daughter i yeah. promise you <laughs> so so um what what is your i know you as canine unit or you know um mm -hmm. so i guess let's go ahead and before i start answering anything we'll get all the uh, disclaimers out of the way. Yes, I yes. am a member in good status with the Munster FOP. Our president is Jack DeLue. He mm -hmm. is also a Munster police officer, sergeant mm -hmm. at the PD, still active, working towards retirement sooner than I'd like him to be. <laughs> and I try to convince him every time I see him to, uh, <laughs> to slow down. Just, just huh? go ahead and not worry about that retirement. Stay okay. a few more years. But uh, he's a wonderful sergeant. He's a natural leader, but he doesn't uh, amazing job as an FOP rep, which is a literally a payless job mm -hmm. and almost thankless. Uh, not everybody is a FOP member. No. Okay. So the um, makeup of our FOP is current, pr predominantly current uh, Munster police officers. Okay. Retired Munster police officers as well. You can stay an active member. Okay. 
Um, and then we even have members that are uh, current law enforcement in other capacities in the state of Indiana. Oh, okay. okay. Um, so they may just want to join ours because maybe they live in Munster, so they Got join it. our FOP for the convenience of that. Okay. Or they like the fact that our, you know, of how we run our FOP of, we're very, you're in, you can be in as, as involved member as you want to be. Okay. Or as okay. little as okay. you want to be. And uh, we won't put your feet over the fire, so to speak, okay. to try to get more out of you. Okay. So we don't mind a casual member who's mm-hmm. just there to have the benefits of being a part of the FOP and be, that put, gives you some national and state benefits. Nothing okay. really major, but a lot of police officers like to keep them. Okay. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll dive in, but we can go back to the disclaimers here. So yes. go ahead with so, that. Uh, I am here. I am cleared to be here. I am a member of the Munster Police Department. I am a sworn Indiana police officer. I know I caught a little gruff one time for not admitting that on a previous interview because uh, tensions were high at the time. So, okay. yes, I am a Munster police officer. I'm K, uh, K-9 Skies Handler. Uh, I, I spoke to my chief about being here prior to doing this interview. Any and all statements I make are those of Brad Remertz, the citizen and individual, <laughs> and reflect no opinion of the Munster Police Department, nor yep. the Munster FOP, unless otherwise stated. If I'm speaking okay. for the FOP on, like, uh, what our role is or something yeah, like that, if you ask yeah. me that, of course I'm kind of speaking on what our role is. Sure. But again, however member, and many members you have, you take 50 people mm-hmm. and you ask them their opinion on any one thing, you're going to get 50 different answers, whether Absolutely. it be on our police department role, uh, our FOP role, what we think would be best for the town. We're all individuals, mm-hmm. which is, I think, one of the main reasons I'm here is to uh, help spread that message. I think the silent majority understand that. Yeah. We've got an intelligent population in Munster. They know we're just people trying to do a job that yeah. is very difficult at times. Yeah. Uh, it, it gets very complex, and we do it to the best of our ability. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay, excellent. Well, I'm honored that it. I, you were like, I got to check, you know, check with a few people, and then uh, so, some of them had already heard about this or mm-hmm. already heard what I what I've been trying to do. So I was like, oh wow, word is word is spreading. It's there's always been a statement we we use in law enforcement and in the military. The right people are are happy with what you're doing. So the right people are interested Excellent. and have a positive view of what you're doing. I'll modify. That's awesome. Um, so there are people who are aware, they understand what your intentions are. And that comes down from, you are an active member within the community. You, yep. You're not afraid to have a conversation with anybody. Right. And I really respect that. I think that's why we get along. We've had a lot of conversations and yeah. I, I say it to you when we're not recording, I'll say yeah, it now. Yeah. We don't agree on everything. For we sure. Don't. We yeah. have, you know, we, we may agree to get to a certain end, but we may have a different process on yes. how we get there. Or we may disagree on how that ending should be, how we want something to end up. Right. We've never had an argument no. or a heated conversation no, about it. It's always we been respect respectful. each other's opinions. Yeah. And I think, I know I've taken information from you and seen your side and it's helped change or mold my opinion of things. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the same for you on yeah, things I might be more educated on when you're lacking that information. Yeah, and so. I mean, there there's definitely um, some of the members of the public that are more educated mm-hmm. on police things and town things than I am, yeah. but I've learned a lot in speaking with you, like, oh wow, like this, that's how that works, this is what's going on. And so I've always appreciated our, our straightforward conversations. Um, but you you hit it. That's the point of this. I feel that I have an ability 
to speak to everybody in a respectful manner, no matter if you're the left of the left, the right of the right, or the center. And what started and propelled me doing this was, in, in big part, the election, and just seeing how nasty people got, and saying like, guys, we're all Munster, man. Like, this is still, at the end of the day, this is still a small town. Absolutely. National politics have now kind of bled into it. And, but it's like, it's just, it's so bizarre to me. And I've, I've said this before, I believe with Chuck, when I sat down with uh, Councilman Gardner, like, it's so bizarre to me how main stage politics played into this uh, election. And it's like, well, if you take a picture with one person, you're a diehard conservative yeah. and, and I don't want to talk to you because I'm, I'm a liberal. And if you endorse a liberal, you know, go to hell. You don't know what you're talking about. You're ruining the country. Like, what are you talking about, well, man? I mean, that's, it's crazy how much that has set in. What would you say in the last 12 years? It's really yeah. developed. It, it's really accelerated in the last five, I Absolutely. think. Um, but it almost seems like it's it's the game plan. When you mm -hmm. look at media and the two, there's it's just polar opposites. Oh, Nobody's trying to meet in the middle anymore. And no. that's why I told you when you said you were doing this. I was like, man, yeah. you're not, we're not about to be on Fox News. Or you're not going to be... No. Uh, tapping on Joe Rogan's shoulder to take the number one spot on Spotify <laughs> podcasts, but uh, you're doing, you're starting something for nothing more than you know there's a need for it. Yes. And you're not here to get famous off of it. You're not here to drive an agenda. You, it's quite literally who you are, who I've come to know you as, mm -hmm. and you had, uh, well, if anybody is has sensitive ears that listens to this, they're, yeah. they're going to have a negative opinion. Yeah, have... But you have the balls to, yeah. to yeah. go out and do it and deal with i've seen you take some heat from some yeah people who presented themselves as far right some people who presented yeah. themselves as far left yeah uh in the election and they seem to be having a lot of trouble of i brought them their together and i brought them together because calming they, down they both dislike me for being in the there middle you go. I mean, and, hey, and you having know, conversations there's nothing like a, a uniter such as a common enemy so, yeah for sure yeah, hey i'm great. i'm all for it you know and and i also want to through this represent those businesses that have been uh, and I'm not saying the town maliciously intimidates any of them. I want to make that clear, but they are intimidated. Mm -hmm. And there's several people I've talked to that they're just so discouraged when it comes to dealing with the town and they feel they don't have a voice. And I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to be that voice for you. And, and you have an issue and maybe you don't want your name said, well, guess what? I'll say it on your behalf. Yeah. And hopefully some things can change. So that's, I, I think the ball's rolling. And uh, I'm just happy to be here. Well, so. you know, I agree with that. And it, again, a unique, uh, I come from a unique viewpoint. Mm -hmm. Being on the canine unit, we exist only on donations. We, yeah. uh, My matrix, what really was an eye-opener for me, I know I've told you before, but to kind of put it out there for everybody and let them understand the magnitude of support that funds our canine unit the vast majority is our small businesses, mm -hmm. our true locally owned small businesses. Mm -hmm. We put on our first golf outing last year. We did it in a, a roughly like a three month window to get everything together and ready to go. And that's it. Hit send. And yeah. now we've got a couple weeks to wait before the actual mm -hmm. event. Uh, we had about somewhere between 60 to 65 okay. uh, businesses support us. And the vast majority, if not all of them, are small businesses, local. Munster, mm -hmm. some Highland, maybe, you know, okay, some people yeah. that I knew personally that yeah. have a business outside of Munster supported or maybe another canine member or somehow, some way. But the vast majority of that was small business. Right. 
we struck out with uh, Three Floyds. We struck out with Community, GE. Wow. You name a big mm -hmm. business in town. Mm -hmm. um, we got very little, if no traction and yeah. no success in getting support from them. Wow. We took our first ever doing this with four guys who have never played golf. <laughs> uh, we had great help from some wonderful people in the community I can't say enough about. Um, Diane Kowalczyk, who works over at Centennial, okay. specifically uh, helps with the golf course. And she, if it weren't for her, we would have been a, a laughing stock <clears throat> of an event. But she made it look like we knew what we were doing when we just kind of let go of the steering wheel, yeah. let her take over on that aspect of it. And then uh, two VIPs, who you know them through the Citizens Police Academy, Brian mm -hmm. and Don DeMario. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, they helped phenomenally in making sure we got everything done in that short period of time. And they yeah. helped far more than yeah. they needed to. Yeah. I mean, they still would have been wonderful people, but they went so far above and beyond. It was phenomenal. So yeah. um, that was our little team that made that this wonderful event. But if it weren't for... Every small business in Munster that has supported us in any way, yeah. we wouldn't have four dogs. We wouldn't have three dogs. Um, we'd be lucky to maintain the two that we initially pushed mm -hmm. for after Django passed, Vader okay. and Lucy. So mm -hmm. it is our community that makes us function. We don't get a dime from the town. We repurpose patrol cars when they're going to go out of service. We go, okay. wait, that one looks like it might be, <laughs> might have a little juice left to squeeze out of it. Let's yeah. have that car and, and uh, turn it into a canine car. I mean, okay. we, wow. we really wow. are resourceful in what we do. And that's what made me say, hey, in talking to you and hearing and not knowing the struggle that it is for the small businesses mm -hmm. in the town, why would you do that? I mean, they take care of us. You look, go look at Community Park and the Little League fields. Yeah it's predominantly our small businesses yeah. that are keeping such a wonderful program mm -hmm. going. Same thing for our lesser known swim club or any mm -hmm. other club sport in yeah. town. I mean, you know, you're the small business owner. You yeah. probably get hit up. I get hit more up a than lot. Yes. <laughs> anybody who has not run a small business could ever understand. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Speaking of that, I do. I, I'm not paying you to be on here. Let's no. let's say yes. that. No, However, honestly. I do have a check for you in my pocket here. Ah, uh, hundred and seventy-five dollar donation to the Canine Fund. Well, we appreciate that very so, much. Um, that that was, was thank you to everybody who came in and had a delicious nuke. And I'll forgive anybody who didn't get a Sky Edition <laughs> nuke. Uh, they were the best by far. I don't care what anybody else says. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it had it, you know that. People say $175. Maybe that doesn't seem like a lot to some other people. That's yeah. two months worth of food awesome. for Sky right there and awesome. the supplements she takes. So that's two months of the year where Sky will be completely cared for. Awesome. Off of one thing. So that's every little bit counts to us. Yeah. We, we don't, you know, we've got uh, what we call our fundraising season and through the winter. That was a very hands off. Uh, a fundraiser for us you did all the heavy lifting on that yeah all we did was come take a picture <laughs> take and then, some pictures yeah. and then come get a check you yeah, know so, yeah awesome. yeah that's, that's well ha awesome. happy to help yes um so <clears throat> let's start with uh, the canine program then uh, okay. could you give us some background on it what does it entail so our canine program started in 2012 uh little known guy i don't think many people in munster know him officer jimmy greist he may have heard oh, of him yeah, right yeah i think so uh he started the fundraising to get our first dog okay. uh it was something he saw being a need he was a big part in that 
And then Officer Brian Hernandez uh, was selected. This is before my time, 2012. Mm-hmm. I came here, 2019. Okay. But uh, Officer Hernandez was selected as the handler for the dog. He ended up training with Django, our okay. first dog, uh, getting certified. Django served a shorter time on the road than we thought he would. He ended up having cancer, mm. and unfortunately, it came to be a, a short lifespan for him because of it. He couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't overcome it. So in 2019, Vader came along, and that's Officer Alex Rilio is his mm-hmm. handler. Vader's pretty popular in town, although Sky is working to be the number okay. one, okay. the number one in uh, <laughs> the hearts and minds of the community, mm-hmm. especially the kids. She loves kids, so. But Vader and Alex uh, spend a lot of time on the highway now. They do interdiction. They find drugs yeah. and then drug money yeah. in large quantities, cutting across through the county. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. You can hear my voice. <laughs> I've got that wonderful, no doctor knows what it is, chest cold going mm-hmm. around. doesn't test positive for anything, but it hangs out for a it's while. It's just there, yeah. But uh, So Alex is up there for most of his time. He is our OIC, mm-hmm. uh, our officer in charge. So it's not okay. a... Uh, ranked position or promoted position it was quite literally we kind of kicked him in the back and the knees so he fell forward when they asked for okay someone to be in charge yeah. and we all took a step back and like, oh look alex volunteered and he's I, i've been pulled over once in munster and it was by him he's a great guy he's a great yes. guy he let me go I, I was uh wasn't speeding and doing anything dumb i had my window tinted <laughs> he's the type uh he's the type of officer that you want representing your community yeah um Long before Munster Double Eight, as you'll see Paul Goddard on Region News I Source. I saw that and stuff. clip, yeah. Uh, uh, share his love story with Luke Tambrini, one of our officers in the Crime Suppression Unit. They work uh, hand in hand with the K9 unit. We're, okay. If we restructure, we'll most likely kind of meld into one group. Okay. Um, but he, again, another phenomenal officer to have. But Alex very much so was the same mentality, and now he's on the highway mm-hmm. where he excels. So you don't see as much. Um, pomp and circumstance about his okay. champions. On you know what he can what he can provide for the community up on the highway. Mm-hmm. And then we have Brett Scheffel. He came along, I think, about six months after into the unit and got Lucy, okay. uh, German Shepherd, our second patrol dog. Vader's a single purpose, just drugs, okay. narcotics, and then does comfort. Mm. Uh, Lucy does drugs, narcotic searching, and patrol tracking, bite work, a bite dog, so to speak, okay. as people commonly call it. So she's in the community quite a bit. Brett has done a lot of heavy lifting to cover the busy times where we see criminals coming through town, and he's done it with nothing but a smile on his face mm-hmm. <clears throat> because he truly is that guy. Each each dog and handler that we've had so far is well-suited for being a team and they serve their purpose. Mm-hmm. We're as a canine unit, we're lucky that they gave us the uh the room to play to our strengths. And okay. that's that's the best that's what you want to do. You don't want to try to make an officer fit a square peg into a round hole. If it's not who they are, it's not who they are. Sure. You know, does Jimmy Grice who does a phenomenal job on in the community yeah. and community outreach, would he do the same job with Bre- with Lucy as Brett does? Probably not. He wouldn't be as sure. good at it. And Brett would tell you himself in probably three words or less that he oh, yeah. would never want to do. Yeah, no, Officer Greist is, uh, well, he's got me sweating my butt off as Batman at, yeah. uh, at community <laughs> events. See, only and, Jimmy can make you do that. Yeah. Only um, Jimmy can make you uh, come in and he, he's convinced <laughs> some some 
wonderful people to be Nat the Knight or, mm-hmm. or Darren the Lion. Yeah, yeah. McGruff. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's Jim. It's Jimmy's true, genuine care. Well, it's the same thing with our dogs. Yeah. Brett's the same way. He wants to get out there. He wants to find the criminals. He wants to make them feel unwelcome. Legally, obviously. Right. Not violating any rights, but let them know, hey, you're in Munster and we've got eyes on. And yeah. you can go ahead and leave if you want before you commit your crime. <clears throat> That's fine. Yeah. As soon as you commit it, we're going to... We're gonna be on you like white on rice. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then I came into uh, the mix. I'm actually Sky's second handler. I believe everything happens for a reason. I got edged out just a little bit because, uh, from what I was told, my I had three dogs at home, which is the okay. town ordinance allowed amount of dogs. Yeah. If I had gotten Sky right out the bat, I'd uh, I'd uh, had four dogs and broken town ordinance. Well, mm. I'm also glad Sky wasn't with me. I had a pretty serious accident back in June of 2022 mm-hmm. uh, when Sky was on the road with her previous handler, and I wouldn't have wanted her to be in the car with me because it would have probably been very bad for her. It wasn't mm. great for me either, but yeah. look at me, I'm you survived. I'm, I'm bouncing right back, right? Okay. Yeah. Now I, I feel my uh, near 40 years of age. <laughs> I don't ever want to be in a position like that again. I, I had those. Uh, I've always said I could never win a scratch off or anything like that, but I'm the luckiest person when it comes to being in horrible uh, wrecks or or instances like that in the military in combat where I'd walk out and people would be like, how, how, how did you come out unscathed? (laughs) I'd be like, well, I don't think I'm unscathed, but yeah, I can't believe I'm standing here here. laughing with you. But, um, so that's where my luckiness ends, I guess. (laughs) But, uh, I got sky. Uh, I got told, Hey, Here's this dog who she needs some work. We need Mm. to kind of revamp her, and we need to figure out if she's going to work, if she's going to be able to continue to be a canine, a police dog. Yeah, yeah, Like, great. Everybody's wondering if I can continue to be a police officer. Okay. Let's get to work. We uh, certified after two weeks of training together, which is a rapid amount of time. Yeah, we bonded Mm. very quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned since then exactly how she wants to work. Okay. And to listen to her. That's the hardest part is the dog can't tell us in their own right. words what they want to do. We have to listen to what the dog's telling us through their means, how they can communicate to you. Mm-hmm. You have to watch their body language. You have to know your dog. You have to know when something changes. And once I learned that, I mean, it, it's phenomenal. Working yeah. with her is fun. We just did training last night around Munster. We got the police called on us, on our oh, really? canine training group. <laughs> Yep, which goes to show you great community again. There's some suspicious people skulking around in this oh field. Oh, that's, that's the police. There's yeah. just no red and blue lights on because mm-hmm. it's training. Okay. And so nobody knew it was the cops, and uh, <laughs> yeah, which we loved. You know, we laughed, cops. and we were like, ah, we still got a good community. They're still watching. They're still calling oh, us when they, yeah. you know, because how, how easy it is dismiss that oh you know it's probably nothing don't ever say that oh munster to the people of munster to whoever listens to this don't ever say that if you see something suspicious call us yeah if it's nothing which the vast majority of the time it's not yeah we're happy to know that it's just when you call us in the morning and your car was stolen and then we find out your neighbor says i thought i heard something suspicious or saw something (laughs) suspicious oh why didn't you call Yeah, yeah you know it's it's those moments where where we have a little regret or frustration because we try to be everywhere we can, but we can't be everywhere all at once. Yes. Um, so great community. But then we got uh, Ozzy is our most recent dog, Matt Serba. Okay. One of our officers is his handler, and he's in his teenage phase. He's a young dog. Okay. Uh, he is certified, and Matt's where I was with Sky and learning how to listen to his dog. He's doing a phenomenal job. 
and I think uh, seeing the drive in Ozzy, he's gonna he you know he's gonna be probably our best working dog once he's through his teenage phase, and mm-hmm. he and his handler have that true polished relationship. It's gonna be awesome to see what they can do. He's already had his first track. Um, Matt does work night shift predominantly, so okay. Ozzy, you'll see him out at night. You won't see him at many day functions, obviously, mm-hmm. or day callouts. But uh, they are out there at night protecting the community, just like Brett typically is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's how, then, again, we were started off of a agreement with the town that we would not be funded by the town. It would be through donations. And okay. That, you know, they, they didn't think, uh, you know, there were some people back then, detractors, who said, well, how are you going to fund one dog? Well, look at us now. We're doing four. Yeah. You know, offered nothing but donations. Wow. Yeah, and and I mean, obviously, they serve a very important purpose when it comes to stopping crime and things like that. But mm-hmm. they're also around the community. They're at the schools, they're at the events, yes, and they're used for comfort as well. Well, that actually came from Chief Shekel, okay, our police chief. Um, he saw Django. Django was a very high energy, uh, very stereotypical mm-hmm. what you think of when you think of a police bite yeah. dog, a, yeah. you know, dual purpose canine. You didn't want to pet him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chief said, well, I'd like to have a dog that we can pet. Okay. Chief might be a dog fan. Uh, (laughs) Not to spill any secrets, uh, but again, I'm not speaking for the police department or my police chief, but my personal opinion is Skye is his favorite. She does have a bed in his (laughs) office. Um, And she goes, right, when we go to station, it it will wreck her whole day if Chief's not in his office when we come in. So if Chief's going to leave early for a meeting... I've got to make sure I get her there so I don't okay. mess up her day. That's, you know, that's oh, my baby wow. girl. I got to wow. take care of her. Um, but he said, I want a dog that, you know, our community doesn't need mean dogs. Yeah. You know, and when you put it in simple terms, it, yep. can, is there a way we can have dogs that are, do the job, at least one part of it, <clears throat> yes. the drug work, yes. and then can go to the schools, can engage with our community. Yeah. And we were able to provide that through probably, Vader and Sky. Probably makes fundraising a little easier, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean... <laughs> Say, look at these guys. Come you can, on. You can tell my ugly mug no, but when Sky comes in and bats <laughs> yeah, her eyes right. at you... It's really hard mm-hmm. to say no to that, mm-hmm. you know. Same thing for Vader with his lovable face. It's, yeah, it does make it a heck of a lot easier for us, especially on the small business side. That's probably why we're so successful. <clears throat> yeah, awesome. Uh, let's jump back to the role of the FOP. Can you just kind of? I mean, like you said, oh, everyone's that role nasty is going to be FOP, different. But... My gosh. So let's see. Let's address the the elephant in the room for the election. We everybody wondered why the FOP. Yeah. Um, endorsed candidates Mm -hmm. well we came about this issue when we were approached by primary candidates from the republican side Mm -hmm. uh dave nellens who people they oh oh is this true yes we did as an fop Mm -hmm. and one of our we we elect or encouraged or picked one of our members not elected and you know the technical sense sure to have a conversation with dave and let him know We would like him to run again for town council. He, okay. We wanted someone with experience back, someone who understood that the police department means what they say, especially our chief, means what he says when he says we need more officers and our pay is lacking. Okay. You know, compared to... Because you can come up with false numbers. I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. I saw people using uh, false numbers. Yeah. Um, I saw one candidate uh, uh, post uh, um, 
uh, salaries that were six years old. I don't know mm. where he got them from for mm-hmm. Highland, saying they make $55,000. they are going to be, they're, they're at seventy three now. They're going to be even higher than that after their pay raise in 2024 in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're... There is... not. There was so much misinformation. I hate yes. to use that. Yeah, yeah, right. That's that a term word. Yeah, Thank yeah. you, Donald Trump, for yeah. kind of ruining that one for us. But no, there was true misinformation. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was old, out of date data, or uh, the the misthinking and just not knowing how our pay works. Sure. You know, patrolmen don't make less than than a detective okay. at Munster Police Department. It, it it's your officer level. Officer first class is predominantly what our workforce consists of. That's okay. kind of your rank and file. You've reached the top of where you can be until you uh, go through a promotion process for okay. sergeant, lieutenant. Um, we do have uh, in, the, in the books, there could be a deputy chief. We don't have one right now. Or, or police chief. Those are all okay. promotable positions that will pay you more. Sure. There is no special pays really or anything. Uh, it's so officer first class to officer first class for other agencies, how you look at it. And mm-hmm. we were third lowest in the county. Okay. Uh, and it, as you branched out further into Porter or some other areas, it did not get better. It did not okay. put us in the mix of the middle. We were well below okay. uh, the mid-level. But in our county alone, we were we were way down there. And we did not feel that that's um, where we deserve to be. And mm-hmm. for four years, we tried to have that conversation. And over that four years, it, the the gap was never as drastic as it was at the start of that. But through COVID and inflation <clears throat> issues, over four years, departments sure. were getting 5% to 8% raises okay. yearly. Okay, We were getting one to two to three. Mm. And then we got a four or 5% raise is the biggest some officers had. Uh, have been with us for 24 years. It's the biggest percentage raise they've gotten working mm-hmm. for the town of Munster ever. A when, 5% or a 4% and raise. And that's the most recent. Recently, they mm-hmm. went up that 5%. That was last year. You know, the one leading into 2023. And, okay. and we we didn't want to look ungrateful. We were happy to get uh, first class officers got a 5% and then sergeants and above got a 4% raise. Okay. But we saw issues where when we'd have these conversations, when our FOP members would have conversations with uh, elected officials, town council members, or appointed people, uh, town manager positions or support positions for him, Mm -hmm. there seemed to be this level of dismissal Mm -hmm. and misunderstanding or just lack of understanding that you don't have to give the guy who seasonally cuts the grass the same pay raise you give your state-certified police officers who have to go through academy. I had to go through a second academy when I came from Georgia. They said, your academy in Georgia is not good enough. Go to the Indiana Police Academy if you want to be an officer here. Got it. So I did a second academy. Not fun Mm -hmm. in your late 30s, I promise you. (laughs) Uh, I looked at all those spring chickens and hated every one of them on the run. (laughs) I was so jealous of those young knees. Um, But... uh, we, you have a lot more responsibility, a lot more qualification than sure. your uh, run-of-the-mill parks worker or public works person. Sure, our departments are not the same, and if and we say that, and I I stick by my guns. If they were lowest or third lowest paid in the county for a public works department or any any yes. different branch yes. within there, because public works is very all-encompassing. Okay, um, but say you know our parks guys or. or public works guys mm-hmm. were low paid you don't and we were at the top mm-hmm. and you got to give them a 10% raise uh-huh. to get them 
in competition. Right. We're not as a police department go, where's ours? Where's our 10? Yep, or an absolutely. FOP, I should say. Yep. Where's our 10%? If yep. you gave them a raise, you got to give us one. Mm-hmm. That's not how it should be. Mm-hmm. I can understand that thinking in a sense, but it makes no sense on a business level. You just have to be able to be a leader, in my, my opinion. You have yep. to be able to be a leader and go... You're, you don't do their job. I can, you cannot do their job. If yeah. one of them quits right now, I cannot just plug you in over there. Mm-hmm. When the snow falls, mm-hmm. we can go make $25 an hour to help plow the streets. Police mm-hmm. officers can. Okay. We can hop in one of the plow trucks. They'll give us, trust me, we're, they don't have us out on Callan Ridge messing okay. up the wonderful work they do there. <laughs> but they might have us go plow some of the small side streets or okay. some of the parking lots that we're oh, okay. responsible Interesting. for. Interesting. And we can run a pickup truck with a plow. I used to okay. do that in the military when I was stationed at Camp Atterbury. We were responsible for plowing our own roads. So I, I would more than I'd be more than happy to do it. Okay. Our chief of police does it. Wow. Not for the money, but because he enjoys it. He genuinely likes serving <laughs> yeah, yeah, the community. Yeah. And wow. you know, like he said, it's just it's fun to get out yeah. and do something different. So interesting. Um that's where we kind of bumped heads with them did you for... lose i don't mean to cut you off but did no, you is it is it a warranted saying that um you're losing officers to these other towns yes okay. and you know they, so we had an officer i won't not to name names sure. but we know he's a member of our fop mm-hmm. and he left and he went uh, to another department very close by mm-hmm. and when they i think the board of safety talked to him or someone on the board of safety talked to him mm-hmm. somehow some way i don't want to I'm not 100% sure there who he spoke to, but he spoke to so, to someone in what you may consider an administrative level. Okay. And uh, he told them, well, I just want to be closer to my family because he does live in the community he now polices it. Okay. That officer didn't want to say, you guys don't pay me nothing. Nothing's mm-hmm. ever going to change here, mm-hmm. and I'm leaving. But mm-hmm. if you want to, that officer and I were on the SWAT team together. If you want to know what he was telling everybody <laughs> on the SWAT team, what you yeah. tell to the other guys. Yep, yep, yep. Or you want to know why we don't, we have trouble getting uh, any of these quality officers from other communities. Mm-hmm. It, it boils down to that. There's yeah, a lot of a desirable officers on the Northwest Regional SWAT team, which Munster Police Department yes. participates in, um, and they don't come our way. Yeah. And it is pay. When you ask wow. them, it is pay. Wow. Plenty of them jumped over to Cherville. There's a, they've got a new patrol commander. They do a, a pointed position for the patrol commander, okay. Michael Bork. He's a team leader on the SWAT team and a phenomenal officer okay. and a natural leader. And you had guys leaving Highland, mm-hmm. leaving sergeant positions, promoted positions. That is very rare that okay. you're going to give up a promoted position. Yeah, seniority and things they like that. They took not only a pay cut to go to Cherville, not not a huge uh-huh. put my family out, but it was okay. thousands of dollars of okay. a pay cut. And now they're working a night beat shift because they're now bottom yeah, they, of the yeah, seniority they lost rank. The seniority. Yeah, yeah. And they're happier there and they were happy to do it. Wow. And leaving specialized positions to go to Cherville because of the environment. We have the environment. Yes. We have a generational talent in our police chief. I say that and you'll never hear me say otherwise. Mike's on, Mike's off to mm-hmm. anybody. Yeah. I say it to his face, I say it publicly, and I say it behind his back. Yeah. Um, we have him, we have some phenomenal sergeants that you would then work for directly. Mm-hmm. And that's really all that matters. You have the head guy mm-hmm. making the decisions, and you have great sergeants, mm-hmm. some better than others, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to badmouth any of them, but there's some that I work better with. There sure. are some that other guys, every badge is not created the same. Yes. So every guy that wears it clearly is not created the same. Yeah. But we have a selection of sergeants that 
guys want to work for. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have the pay, and they okay. would they would that would just get dismissed. So as an FOP, we were very frustrated. And mm-hmm. ta da! In talking to Dave to run, Dave mm-hmm. brings us these primary candidates from the Republicans. Okay, and they want to sit down with us. Mm-hmm. So we said, well, we should meet on neutral ground. We met uh, at a location that was not the police department, which is where we usually meet out of convenience. We use the conference room. Mm-hmm. Um, our chief of police, respectfully, never comes to an FOP meeting because mm-hmm. it's hard to. He's, he is just another member in good standing, but okay. he's still the chief of police for the predominant amount of guys that are in that meeting. Okay, so that can be got it a bit stifling. Mm-hmm. Um, so chief wasn't there. He never comes. This is more or less your rank and file guys. Okay. Typically sergeant and below. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you have some sergeants in there. And they say, hey, they want to meet with us. I was one of the ones vote, absolutely. Let's meet with them. Let's yeah. hear what they want to say. But can we hit them with a cold bucket of water? Yeah. Because I don't want to sit here and talk to politicians. And none yeah. of us did. Yeah. You know, and we knew what they want. You know, we knew they were probably going to ask for an endorsement and that stuff. Yeah. And we met with... Uh, um, not all of the primary candidates, but mm-hmm. a good majority of them mm-hmm. on the Republican side. They talked to us, and we hit them with the facts very bluntly. Okay. And, and our opinions on things and what we've been dealing with. And we asked them very directly. Mm-hmm. Are, if we, you know, we know you want an endorsement. Are you willing to find out that we're telling you the truth? Put in the mm-hmm. legwork. And, mm-hmm. and they wanted, some of them wanted us, they wanted individual endorsements through the primary. Okay. We chose to withhold doing that. We took a vote. We decided that's not a good idea as an FOP. Mm-hmm. And we told them, if you can win the public's um, support mm-hmm. through the primary mm-hmm. and you align with our values, we will give you an endorsement. Okay. We'll, we will vote. And, you know, the majority of us are telling you now verbally, okay. we will vote to endorse you. Mm-hmm. And we parted ways from that meeting. Every primary member... Every challenged Republican, you know, mm-hmm. that met with us won. Mm-hmm. Won theirs. Uh, Chuck Gardner was unchallenged mm-hmm. uh, in the the um, main election, but he had a, he had a, a primary. primary challenger. Mm-hmm. I fr- Kim Warner. Kim Warner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did not meet with us. We, okay. I couldn't tell you anything about her. Okay. I, I didn't have any personal uh, uh, experiences with her, or nor was she at the FOP meeting that I attended to okay. speak to us, and I don't think she came to any others. Okay. Um, so I don't think she ever spoke to us, and I think that when it comes down to it, maybe she wasn't engaged in the community as well either. Mm-hmm. So when it came time to vote, we looked at the Republican slate, <clears throat> and we said, all right, let's vote to endorse them all. We love Wendy. We've worked with Wendy very closely. We yeah. know we like her. Yeah. Now we have Chuck, <coughs> who we've worked with and spoken with, mm-hmm. and four guys who have proven to us through their primary and keeping in touch with us and talking to us genuinely Mm -hmm. and pretty much based on nothing else. I said it in an interview on WJOB. It was not about the party. It was about the people. Mm -hmm. It really came down to the people. Yeah. So the FOP did something we haven't done in 25 years, but it is something most FOPs do. We endorsed uh, political candidates Mm -hmm. and we did it because we felt it was very pivotal. There were a Mm -hmm. lot of big issues. We know we're struggling as a police department to get quality applicants to fill our mm-hmm. vacancies. That's not good. So this is not, uh, it's not unheard of. You, Munster has not done it in 25 years. Correct. But it's not like, oh my gosh, Munster is doing something that shouldn't be done. Correct. Other towns do and this. And it was, believe me, and we knew, it, 
So how you got to know Brad Remertz was Brad Remertz, the member of the FOP, was mm-hmm. willing to become a de facto public affairs officer mm-hmm. for the FOP. Mm-hmm. I, I'll become the face sure, and the, sure. the target yes. of the malice that's going to come for this. Yeah. I was fine with that because as a police officer, I've learned... I've learned that I typically am going to deal with people that don't like me. Mm-hmm. That was always my predominant view through my first four years because that's okay. the environment I was policing. Okay. And to survive as a police officer, that had to become water off a duck's back. Okay. So that's how I looked at it. I said, I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. I don't know what extent it'll be, but I know what I'm going to be poking a stick hat Mm -hmm. in making statements and being on social media and there'll be my opinions but i will also speak of facts that i know through the fop and Mm -hmm. speak as an fop member i will never speak as a police officer because that's i cannot do that okay and i never did okay um i never represented myself as a monster police officer through any of my opinions just as i don't right now here sure now people know yes i even use a different last name Mm -hmm. i don't even use a last name it's technically my middle name Mm -hmm. Uh, on Facebook to avoid the trolls and the haters, mm-hmm. uh, which didn't work out too well because my family <laughs> still ended up doxxed, uh, and and some of them threatened and harassed uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Some people did some very deep diving to yeah. to figure out not only who I was but who my family is. Do you feel? Um, and again, I don't want to call anyone out specifically, but do you feel it's more like the political fans that do it, or was it actual candidates? Um, cause I left and right, I had excellent conversations with everybody running. I would shake every Republican candidate's hand, every Democrat's uh, hand, and we had engaging conversation. But I find, especially through social media, it's the fan base of, of the right and the left that are making those snide comments and things like I that. I dealt with, you know, I think, I guess I can, I think it was predominantly the fan base and okay. I will... You know, I think everybody's like, "Oh, come on, give us some fodder." I, I like to win graciously. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did win as an FOP. Mm-hmm. All of our back yeah, candidates guys, won. Swept, yeah. uh, I think we played a huge role in them winning. Yep. I think the vast majority of our town likes our police department, understands we're a professional yes. police department, and we yes. genuinely care for the well-being of Munster. Yes. So when we did that, it spoke volumes. Absolutely, we knew it would. And that, and um, but while the election was happening. I was sitting in Just Be Coffee, which if nobody's been there, again, another great small business, mm-hmm. wonderful, kind of off the beaten path. I was there yesterday. But you will not have a better cup of coffee served by a cuter mascot than Bean's their uh, oh, okay. dog. So I am partial to Just Be. I know we have Bean Me Up in town, phenomenal yeah, too, yeah. as a supporter of the canine unit. But I'll, because this happened at Just Be, I'm going to brag yeah, on them a little course, bit right of now. Of course, of course. But I was sitting in there and I was talking to the owner, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Hoffer. Mm-hmm. And a woman, I'm in uniform, I was there, I think we were speaking about a fundraiser we had coming up, or a fundraising uh, opportunity with him, and a woman starts asking me about, oh, she said something, and, and not to misrepresent exactly what she said, but she said something along, you know, the li- thing of black lives matter, well, I think all lives matter, and I think blue lives matter, some kind of thing, well, you know, don't you think, to me, I'm like, no, I'm about to disappoint her, Okay. said, no, I actually hate the statement "Blue Lives Matter." I'm really mm-hmm. not a fan of it because mm-hmm. I'm not blue. It, this is yeah. a job. When I go home, I can take this off, yes. and you wouldn't know me from Adam's house cat. You know, yeah. most people I serve don't know me. Yeah, 
And I'm just not a fan of it because I think it's a way to make a backhanded statement and state against Black Lives Matter, yeah. which what, what you believe about it now started out as a legitimate cause. Sure. You know, yes. have they serviced the black community like they said they would financially? It does not appear so when mm-hmm. the financial statements are broken down. Mm-hmm. But that that was a movement started by the people because they felt unheard. Mm-hmm. When the, the riots were happening in 2020 and everything, you wouldn't find a Munster police officer who wasn't serving the community proudly as we worked two weeks, a minimum of 12 hours a day mm-hmm. for two weeks straight to keep all our businesses safe and our residents safe. Yeah. We understood the, the, the lashing out that was coming and the, we supported the peaceful and proper protests that happened in yes. town. I mean, I was glad to volunteer to be the officer who sat there, engage with those protesters, tell them, hey, here's the game plan. You need to let me know immediately. If someone throws something at you out of a yeah. car window, I need to know color of car, what it is. If yeah. you don't know make, that's fine. Tell me it's a, a sedan, four-door car, or mm-hmm. an SUV, or a pickup truck. If you could tell me anything about the driver, not I don't need to know their race. I want to know what they were wearing. Okay. If they had on a white top or a okay. black top or you know something, so I have probable cause to pull them over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't engage, don't retaliate, that kind of thing. And having really great conversations with these people. One, I remember by name still, she came to the department. You could tell she was very worked up and she was mad. You could see the anger in her and and the frustration. And having a conversation with her, her name was uh, Danasia Carter, young girl, did a phenomenal job. I think she put on multiple protests. Mm -hmm. She was the planner and organizer of them in Munster. And they Mm -hmm. were all proper, peaceful, polite, but passionate. Yes. So we supported that. What we weren't going to tolerate was the turds, as we call them, coming in well, and taking advantage of the environment to try yeah, to loot. Absolutely. Get out of here. Well, I, re- I mean, again, being on Ridge Road, there were two <clears throat> two days where a Munster police officer came in and said, hey, I mean, I think you guys should close for the day. Mm-hmm. we got a lot of activity coming from Chicago, from Lansing. And we're going to we be were, patrolling. And where people, when we, do, when we did that and we had to, you know, uh, Strack and Ventils, they listen, they park those uh, uh, trailers right in front there. I guess it was more of a direct conversation. I think my chief of police or the admin had to get involved with that mm-hmm. to close Target. Just because yeah. if nobody's in there, they can't start something inside. Of yes. It. If they're trying to get in, it's a lot easier for us to end yeah. that right here. Yeah. Once they're in, it becomes very sticky. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody understood that, and we had a lot of intel, a plethora of intel. And again, that comes back to our chief of police. All the people he knows, all the the favors he's owed Mm -hmm. in in helping out and and going the extra mile with other agencies, state agencies, federal agencies, a task force where we have an officer attached to. He called in a lot of favors. And we didn't Mm -hmm. have a single business hit. No. And and we are very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. This is my community. I live here, as I've stated. But uh, so... It was always, again, I'll always find a long way around to answer your question, Anthony, (laughs) but it was always, to me, uh, except for some notable exceptions, like you said, the fans, these people who are so polarized and have bought into that polarization of the media. Yes. And I'm not a fan of either side. I I, I can talk with anybody, just like you. You you know that. But I'm not a Mm far-right fanatic, and I'm not a far-left fanatic, Mm -hmm. and I'm... I'm just fine with anybody in the middle, and I really don't care what your, yeah. uh, especially on a local level, what your political affiliation is. Right. Um, 
I think it's more about, again, the people. You want the, the right pre- people yeah, in to absolutely. listen and care about the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the FOP, so we got past the election, right? So FOP, yes. we endorsed the Republicans. Republicans swept. Um, two of the promises, the campaign uh, that they ran on was six more officers and pay raises. Yes. So um, have you been, they were sworn in uh, mm-hmm. the other night. Um, have you... S- sat down with them yet to say, all right, what's practical? What's going to happen first? So I do have personal conversations with some of the candidates still, because again, I got to know them as people. Yes. Um, we have not had any official talks. That is okay. Jack's place, okay. Ryan and the Vassar, mm-hmm. who's, uh, I believe our secretary, or I forget his title, but he's an okay. elected official okay. on our FOP. And then Brian Hernandez is our um, treasurer. Okay. So those three or any mix of them, have had official talks and meetings Mm -hmm. with Wendy and the town council. Okay. Uh, And it is my understanding, there's no definitive dollar number, but we are getting a significant pay raise to make us very competitive. Okay. That will come as soon as they can make it happen. So, you know, once all the numbers are truly figured out, Mm -hmm. the money is there. It apparently was... A lot easier to do than the last council said it would be able to be done. Interesting. Um, Wendy says it, it's financially doable. Okay. It will not be a burden on the town in any way, shape, or form. Okay. And uh, the town council has told Jack that, uh, or and whoever else was there with them, mm-hmm. that they will move to vote on it, and then I, they have the second vote at the meeting following when okay. they do the first one. Okay. And then it'll go into effect. So we should be getting our pay up. That was, and again, in talking to us, what do you want, more officers first, or do you want pay? We're like, mm-hmm. well, if we don't get our pay up, you can give us as many blank slots as you yeah, want. Yeah, they're not going to be filled. We're going to not fill them yeah. with quality, or we're not going to fill them at all. Yeah, yeah. So obviously chicken before the egg. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get the pay up. And then the officers, we're looking, we said, we can. if you can get us two more spots, once we can create a waiting list. Okay. And then if we can add two more spots a year or a couple of years okay. and then another year after that, add two more or however we can okay. do it. Okay. We would like to get to six. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to pause here because it's almost at the hour, but then I'm going to restart. Okay. It'll just kick me off and I don't want to be mid-conversation. All right. So just jumping right back in, like I said, it, it was going to cut us off, so I didn't want to cut off mid-conversation. Um, so the goal is six, right? But there's not a, there's not, let's wave a magic wand. January 1st, these guys take over. January 2nd, there's six more cops on the Munster streets. Okay. So ideal scenario, snap fingers, pays where we want it to be, and we can hire six quality candidates. Mm-hmm. All right. What do we want? Why do we want them? Yes. Is that the question? Yes. Yes. What, what, uh, because <clears throat> you have some people saying like crime is down and this is that, like what, what's the justification when it comes to the numbers? When like, people where say crime is down, we mm-hmm. say, thank you so much for telling <laughs> us we're doing such a wonderful job. Yeah. Because when you look around, crime's not great mm-hmm. in a lot of areas, especially Chicago. Chicago oh, is a absolutely. dumpster fire yep. as far as yep. their police, kind of their hands being tied and that's mm-hmm. no, please nobody. I, uh, first off, another, another disclaimer, I'm not going to read any comments on any platform that you might make <laughs> on this. So you can fire your hate at me, but don't think it's getting to me. And Anthony knows that he can't tell me any of it because I won't <laughs> listen. I'll walk out of the store. But, uh, um, so I will get a little, uh, blunt with, you know, Chicago's not doing us any, 
any favors. Oh, yeah. Any of the suburbs sure. no, favor no. with how they're handling crime because their criminals are emboldened. And mm-hmm. they, I, for some reason, they think that state line is like home base. It's okay. like magic and we'll stop. And okay. If you don't know, Munster Double Eight ain't stopping for nothing. Yeah. Munster 6-2, Brett, he'll, he'll chase you yeah. uh, all day long as long as it's within our policy. If you're in mm-hmm. a stolen car, you committed a crime in Munster, well, okay, great. Yeah. You just you committed a felony, we want you. Does that go against policy? Uh, I was talking to someone, I don't know if it's true, but they said Lansing has like a no chase policy or something like that. So I don't know Lansing's policy, but mm-hmm. I can tell you from my personal experience, Lansing has never assisted in any of my pursuits, okay. nor do I know of a Munster officer where they've assisted. Okay. And I have heard the same thing. Okay. But I don't want to say it's because of their policy or what what dictates sure. that, but sure. obviously the it's apparent yes. that they're not allowed to help. Yeah. Um, I have seen some, it, just because they're at an intersection, they'll hold the intersection traffic for the safety okay. of their community. Yes, yes. They're not assisting in a, uh, a pursuit at that point. They're just keeping everybody safe. Okay, so when you come to Indiana, you're getting you're getting tracked down, man. We don't let it go. Yeah, we and and that's, I mean, I, I grew up in Munster. I told you, that was the, the vibe of the Munster Police Department. You just okay. didn't mess around. If you went more than seven miles an hour over, I know yeah. I got a ticket for nine miles an hour over oh, one time. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I was a young it. kid. Yeah. And, I was a young kid, and I, I was prime target for it, I'm sure, but yeah. uh, I probably would have been going faster than that had I not spotted the officer, and he knew it, and I knew it, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I wasn't always the perfect example as so that, I am now. But. That's what I think. I'm like, oh, man, like, if I'm going four miles over in Munster now, we got six new officers just sitting there ready to pull me over. Well, that is what we need. So here's mm-hmm. my, again, my opinion on things. I've... I, um, uh, I will name him because I think it's a great idea. Sure. Steve Hoffert, we talk, and mm-hmm. he has some great ideas. He said, well, what about like traffic light cams, you know, red light cams? Yes. Uh, what about the, the AI-induced things like speed, speed cameras and stuff? Mm-hmm. Using those, mm-hmm. they're there. They'll always catch the speeders. You mm-hmm. can't ever, tr- you know, that kind of thing. Like, it'll really, yes, mm-hmm. would that make you stop? The, the second or third guy taking a left-hand turn at Ridge and Calumet? Yeah. When... Only the one is supposed to go, and yeah. even that Indiana. I, in Georgia, you weren't allowed to do that, and it's, that's a un, thing unique for me to Indiana. In mm-hmm. Georgia, you could not pull into the intersection unless you could clear the intersection. Okay, you could not come to a stop. That was called blocking the intersection. It was a Georgia traffic law okay. violation, and uh, you get a ticket, and we enforced okay. it strongly. Yeah, well, it's wow. coming to the point with community that we need that in Munster. Okay, um, because the ambulances need to clear. Got the it. intersections, and they can't mm-hmm. do that when you've got left two left-hand turning cars blocking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I know, we see it. At, ever since COVID especially, it really kind of, the traffic violations have really ramped up. Even in really? Munster, the speeds are higher than they were. Um, the blatant red light running. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, stop sign rolling. And it's yeah. not just on the main roads. The speeds on the residentials, which bothers me personally more yeah. than anything, because that's where our kids are. And we yes. are very kid uh, heavy. There's tons community. of parks in town. Yeah. yeah. Kids playing everywhere. Especially yeah. when the weather's nice. Yeah. Um, but I, Steve brought that up. He's like, I said, yes, this would really like, like a light switch. I know the libertarian in me is cringing right now. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, you know, if I, if anything, I, I am a lot more libertarian, which I, I understand the irony is very thick in that statement yeah, as a police less, officer, yeah, yeah. But as no, a finger of the me, government. Me and you are very much aligned <clears throat> with things, how we feel like we're very like, 
we don't conform to any party and we have conversations no, that like yeah. we're pulling ideas from different places and uh, yes, the first person candidate I ever voted for was Ron Paul, one of the most libertarian people you could ever vote for in your yeah, life. Yeah, but man, what a you know what an idealistic view. And I get it, ideals right. ideals can be very dangerous. Yes, but it goes um, too far. I, I like to restrain power with ideals. You don't you don't induce power with ideals, and that would be inducing power with ideals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would ideally be the best way mm-hmm. to enforce traffic in Munster, and it mm-hmm. wouldn't tie up any officers. Sure. Absolutely, I don't want to see that. I don't want the first red light camera, the first speed camera. I don't agree with that. I agree with the element of uh, fishing, you know, of the officer being there to catch the violation. Mm -hmm. Because, and here's why. People are like, why? It's not a sport. Nobody enjoys it. I don't like writing a mom a speeding ticket or a red light ticket and knowing that 100 plus, it's significantly more typically. Mm -hmm. And, And I'll stop myself before I forget we get about $3 a ticket, the town. Okay. We, the police officers, we get no benefit for what tickets we write, how oh, many we wow. write or anything. Yeah. Like but the town gets about $3 a ticket we write. The vast Insane. majority of that money you're getting fined yeah. goes to the judges' fund, their retirement fund. So take wow. it up with the judges. <laughs> vote them all out and vote new ones in who promise they're going to lower the cost of tickets. There we, we go. Can't, we, can't, we do the best we can, Yes. but predominantly that's how the judges pay for their retirement. Wild. So, yeah, Wild. how corrupt is it? So, another reason I don't want yeah. traffic cancer. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, it would do nothing for the town mm-hmm. at all. But if you, Anthony, you blow the red light, yeah. a little light flashes, yep. does that induce any, any more voluntary traffic obeyment from anybody? No. Not really. No. But I pop on my lights and I pull you over and yes. I give you a warning. It's not going to cost you any money. Yes. It just cost you some time. Yep. Traffic is slowing. I can do Mm -hmm. two things. In my opinion, when I pull you over, I can educate you, which is what I want to do, Mm -hmm. and educate you to not do that anymore, or I can enforce the Mm -hmm. law. So if you're uneducatable, I may have to enforce the law. Sure, sure. And I really hope you don't... And like I said, I've been, Choose that I can attest to that. I've been pulled over one time in Munster and it was because I had a tinted windshield yeah. and uh, Alex caught me uh, getting off the expressway on Calumet. He was by the old church, now the bike path with that wonderful uh, Hammond sign. Yes. <laughs> it's a debatable thing, oh, but he, he caught me and I mean, I'm like, ah, what I, like I wasn't speeding. He was like, couldn't see in your car. I'm like, okay, but I've had this on for years. And he was like, Hey, like. It is what it is. Take it you know off. You what Alex he, was doing? Alex was fishing for crime. Yeah. yeah. He, didn't, he didn't really care about yeah. the windshield. He gave me a warning. Mm-hmm. And I had it removed. And that was it. The end of it. But yeah. he's looking for a criminal in there. Drug crime. Sure. Coming into Munster. That's what led to him being on the highway. He was doing that in town. Mm-hmm. That kind of policing. Uh, which led for him to be so successful on the highway. Got a shot up on the highway and he's phenomenal at it. Yeah. That's, there's your, you're beating me, you're taking away my punchlines, yeah. <laughs> man. When I pull you over and my red and blues are on, what is every car that passes you, especially the ones who saw you commit that violation? What's that? Yes. There's probably a dozen cars or more, at, depending on the busy intersection or the road, mm-hmm. um, that go, oh, God, I just did the same thing. He mm-hmm. got a ticket. I'm so glad. Well, they don't know that whether you're getting a ticket or not. Right. But your, your brain as humans. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You think that person's getting a ticket. Yeah. You don't want that ticket. Right. You're not going to think about, you know, you see someone run a red light camera, you don't even know the the cost or, you know, it's not the same deterrent. Mm -hmm. So I like pulling a car over in a busy area. 
if I'm doing traffic enforcement, and I like not giving them a ticket mm-hmm. because there's a dozen other people who will now sure tighten up their driving, yeah, so that we don't have people getting hit, cars getting hit, our accidents come yeah. down. And that's what I'm looking for. I always tell people when I'm when I can educate them, like, listen, do this, do that, slow down, stop the stop signs, don't run red lights. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work your accident. That is a genuine statement. I yeah. do not want to work your accident. Yeah. I don't like coming to an accident with kids in the car that are yeah. injured. Yeah. That hurts. There's, mm-hmm. I can only be a machine to such a level. I can only shut off the emotion. Sure. You take yes. that stuff You're home human. when you see You're a kid human. who's hurt, or you see a mom who's hurt, or yeah. you see a dad who's hurt. Yeah. You know who. There's probably plenty of your listeners who know about the mom who was killed in an accident and the dad was driving home from work to get to his kids mm-hmm. and to deal with his wife being killed. Yes, I and saw that. And then he was killed yeah. in an accident. What yeah. horrible circumstances. Uh, yeah. So it's a, that's what I'm looking to deter. Yeah. Um, but that's what we would do. With six officers, we don't have a traffic enforcement unit. If okay. we had one guy who focused on traffic who mm-hmm. could do it. Again, nobody likes to do it, but... Nobody likes to write a ticket. Sure. But if you can find an officer who understands the benefit of running that traffic, getting yeah. speeds back down, and, and yeah. making educating people that, go ahead, speed 10 miles an hour through Munster, you maybe saved seven seconds right. <laughs> going from state line to the yeah. Highland Bridge. Yeah. You maybe saved seven seconds. If all lights green to all lights green. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Do, do you think, um, so Ridge Road, the uh, streetscape project and, and will we, won't we go down to one lane, that kind of thing. A lot of that was pushed on personal safety, mm-hmm. saying we want to slow the traffic on Ridge Road. So do you find most of your Why speeders you the over traffic? there? What was the reason? What were some of the things we would see? And I will contest that. Mm-hmm. I will say on my personal opinion, those mm-hmm. numbers they presented, accident numbers, those were incorrect. Okay. Those were either intentionally or unintentionally. Somebody yeah. was probably using all of Ridge Road traffic okay. stats, okay. crash stats, which that's not what you're looking to change. So yeah. You can't do that. Data is a funny thing. Yeah. It can be can, skewed you to can use push it, any narrative. You, know, you yeah. can use it how you want. Stats are unreliable. Yeah. Um, because then I'll hit you with one that's, Irrefutable. If you look at the number of cars that travel Ridge Road mm-hmm. versus the number of accidents, mm-hmm. it works out loosely, I think, somewhere 1 in 10,000. Okay. It's one of the safest roads, certainly one of the safest roads in Munster. Interesting. We, as a police department, uh, discourage it. You can look at it with my chief. My yeah. chief had concerns about it. Yeah. As an FOP, we discouraged it because we're trained police officers. Mm-hmm. To get to my personal opinion of that, which there'll be different yes. nuances to that, but my personal opinion, you take two lanes away from that. You make it one lane each way mm-hmm. and a middle turn lane, whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying it's going to be two lanes, one three lanes. However you want to call it. You yeah, reduce I, it by I, a like lane of travel. It's like such semantics, like... Oh, it's not going to be two lanes. There won't be one. Like, yeah, it's a turn lane. Fine. Okay. okay. You got yeah. me. You got me. Ooh. There's a turn lane. So you reduce one lane of Correct. standard one travel flow traffic. Mm-hmm. from each direction. And mm-hmm. what is the traffic going to do? You have seen it. I have seen yeah. it. Every Munster resident saw it. Yeah. You know what you saw? You saw six officers keeping Eads school kids who now walk home if they're within a mile of the school because yes. of the new busing law put down on us by Indiana. We can't pay for busing at public schools. If you gave me the option, 
if if, if I could have paid when my son was in in public school three hundred dollars a year to have him take the bus to mm-hmm. Frank Hammond, so I I wouldn't have to worry about driving him mm-hmm. or seriously worry about him walking and crossing White Oak Avenue from yeah. where I I uh, lived. Yeah, I would pay the three hundred dollars. Yeah, but again, we I literally got headaches. Especially in the afternoon when you really started lining up with the early uh, rush hour evening traffic. Yes. People were absolute idiots with mm-hmm. their driving going the wrong way, down one ways. Yeah. Uh, acting like stop signs aren't even there. Acting like crossing guards aren't even there. Which, what are they going to do? Act like kids aren't even there. Yeah. You put more traffic on our residential streets, our yeah. side streets, to cut yeah. through. We all do it. Munster's a community where we all know a way to cut through side streets. Oh, Broadmoor and Fisher are going to be bottlenecks. Yes, yeah. it's, and mm-hmm. it's going to be horrible. Mm-hmm. It's going to be horrible. And you're going to have more uh, pedestrian versus vehicle accidents. Mm-hmm. You're going to have the likelihood of property damage to houses because cars are going to hit, go off the road, run into a house. Mm-hmm. We already know our, our commercial buildings have a tendency to get hit here. Um, I, I'm the officer who investigated the most recent uh, uh, Munster Euro one where the car ended up all the way inside. Oh, that was uh, I was here when that happened, and uh, that was my, my case to handle. So um, it happens, you know. Yeah. It, it, I don't – what? why are we going to – scream safety and then we're gonna what we're gonna tout the stats that there's so many less accidents on ridge road and turn a huge blind eye to the accidents we cause on our residential streets Mm -hmm. that's a phenomenally bad idea i don't care what other benefits come from it there's not one child's life or livelihood that justifies your pet project to turn ridge road into a more beautified walkable i don't care i don't care as a police officer and a father take your idea Fold it up neatly and stick it up your hind end. It doesn't work. And then the second reason I don't like it is you know it better than anybody else. Our Mm -hmm. small businesses will not survive reduction of traffic through that area. We already, I already, and you know I genuinely meant it. Mm -hmm. I already had my heart bleeding for you guys Mm. through the uh, train track Mm -hmm. um, construction and the closures and the reductions. Yeah. That had to be awful. You said your traffic was down. I would come in, I'd ask you about it, and I genuinely cared. Oh, yeah. And I would, yeah. I would have to make a conscious effort to come visit you, John's Pizza, mm-hmm. um, uh, Don Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'd get my hair cut at Moffitt's, you yeah. know, stop yeah. in at Shoops, a, a, a legacy of Munster. Yeah. You know, just support the businesses that you know everybody mm-hmm. else is forgetting mm-hmm. about. And then you got Unbeatable Eatables, opens as they're doing that construction. Yeah, yeah, them and the uh, OMG pastries yeah, OMG right pastries. over there. And, wonderful and, pastries, wonderful yeah. food. Yeah. I'm, I'm a guy who likes his small businesses, and yeah. it, that has been amplified by being mm-hmm. in this canine unit. But Munster is such a unique community. We're such a success. You don't need to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory that is the legacy of Munster, in my opinion. Um you you don't change for change's sake. Mm-hmm. Can we update? Can we improve? Absolutely. And I don't support any improvement mm-hmm. we can make. Reducing yeah, I, Ridge Road is not an improvement. Yes. I was on the Streetscape Committee. Uh, we met for two years uh, through COVID. It was like 2020 to 2022. Uh, some meetings in person. We did some... Um, of the farmer's market. They had a booth there and then it turned into Zoom meetings. But um, the the plan progressed a lot. And I, I, again, we'll see what happens with the new council because again, they ran saying we're not doing lane reduction. We'll see yes. what happens. But I do know that it changed because when the, the mock-ups I saw 
was bike lane, uh, say east traffic, you know, one one way traffic, yeah. median with floor with flowers in it, another lane of traffic, and then a, uh, um, a sidewalk. That's what it was. So, and then I know that there was a lot of pushback from the police department, fire department, paramedics, all the all the uh, hospitals in the area saying you cannot put these medians there. So they took out the medians, and that's kind of how we got to the the left hand turn. Mm-hmm. So. I, again, I am against the lane reduction. That's not to say I am against progress. I am 33 years old. I live in Munster. We just had a daughter. I plan to stay in Munster. I want Munster to progress. I want Munster to be vibrant, but I don't think lane reduction and lack of parking necessarily means that. No. Um, Can Ridge Road be beautified? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. But... You know, what I hear from some people in town is they want less distractions for drivers. They want less, they want less uh, eyesight congestion, however you want to phrase it. Um, but they're going to do all this new stuff. It's like, okay, so signs and windows distract drivers, but these, all this other stuff is not going to distract anybody. Kind of weird, I, but hey. Again, and that's... It, sure, it's an opinion, but nobody can seem to explain to me how this benefit. You know, when you try to have a direct conversation with any Correct. supporter of this, there is Correct. never a good. Yeah, they just say it's progress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, there's never a good point. I've never, and again, I, from my opinion, I've mm-hmm. never heard a strong point where I yeah. may da- disagree with, yeah. but can respect. Yeah, I have not heard. And it. I mean, at this, I mean, again. We're just two dudes talking right now, right? Yeah. Like the train, you have year over year ridership decline for and, years. And I'll stop you because I because I I think it's fair and mm-hmm. fair and it needs to be said. Jeez, yeah. I jumped to Minnesota for a second there. <laughs> um, that whole train, you know, that's the speed of government and the work that's been long in the works. Oh, since absolutely, COVID absolutely. In a flash, correct. It, it, when you think about societal change, yeah. COVID in a flash, yes. changed what our suburbs. Yes. Uh, mean now what they support, and yeah. we're still trying to figure out what that's going to do for our future. Because mm-hmm. suburbs came around Chicago because nobody wanted to live in Chicago, yes. but they work in Chicago. They Absolutely. wanted to have a suburb life. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. However, now that that's happened, we, we're stuck with the train. It was, it's oh coming. yeah, it, it's here. So yes, you do have the ridership decline, and that was happening before. It was pre-COVID, COVID. and now you have. Even less people using it, obviously. Mm-hmm. We'll never get back to pre-COVID uh, stats. People just aren't... People are working hybrid or they're working from home exclusively now. So there's not that need. And, uh, yes, it will be used and everything like that. But it's just something like, well, because the train is coming. How, why I feel they're focusing on now in that area is because of the train. So because we have the train, now we need to develop this. Now we need to build on this. <coughs> Because these train riders and because what the train is going to do for us. And I don't think the train is going to do anything for me. I don't, I, it, again, I'm no educated expert on it, but I mm-hmm. don't think, I don't see how the property values are going to skyrocket like some mm-hmm. people champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I hope it does I for lived, everybody that lives there. You know, I lived on Beverly, which would have been four blocks from yeah. the train station, mm-hmm. and we sold. I, I mean, yes. 
real estate goes up over time. That's what mm-hmm. real estate does. Yeah, so typically. we sold it in 2020 for more than we paid for it in 2017. But uh, I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. And I'm glad I, I'm glad we moved when we did because my side streets were under construction the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's all backed up. So I'm glad that I, I left yeah. over there uh, and, <coughs> and, and moved to the other side. Of, you probably uh, would have had just as long a uh, commute to top tier from there than as uh, you do yeah, now yeah, well, through that, some of that construction. So. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I get it. It's I think that is it. I th- to me, my view, my opinion, and I, I would love for someone uh, who's been involved in the process mm-hmm. uh, of of pushing for that grant and 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 pushing for this project. Now, yeah, go ahead and correct me and correct me with facts and show me some proof but it really to me the it feels like we found a shoe and we didn't check the size and now we're trying to make it fit yeah you know like oh we could get this amount of money yeah if yeah. we did this yeah well did we need to do that again mm-hmm. nobody can explain to me why ridge road needs to be reduced and how it will outweigh mm-hmm. the burden it's going to put on the residential areas surrounding ridge road mm-hmm. and until somebody can uh, very passionate about the fact that that is a bad idea and yeah. I will not support it at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, two, two more topics, two more little jots of notes here. Um, one of them hard hitting, one, one easy for all the right. last one. All right. So the hard hitting one, uh, you mentioned, you touched on it before. I believe as well as a resident, Munster is very pro-police in general. Mm-hmm. They respect the, um, the office and, and likewise, the residents feel respected by the police in town. While campaigning with the GOP, do you feel that there was any um, any step back with that? Like, do you feel that it uh, led people to feel a different way now about the Munster police, or uh, or no? I think. I mean, I think it'd be impossible to say that it didn't change some people's opinion in a negative manner. Sure. Um, and again, something we weren't oblivious to. Okay. We knew we were going to become the villain to okay. some people. Okay. I think. Uh, uh, one of the candidates on our our FOP page on our post before the you know the day before the day of uh, the the election day mm-hmm. uh, that night after they found out they lost they put something like shame on you for what you've done mm-hmm. to our town yeah. or something but yeah. something you know like okay we knew this some of this was going to come it was a little disappointing yeah. to see that come from somebody who ran as it, a, it, I will say as a, as a resident and I. I believe it may have been the one person I'm thinking of as well. It could have been someone else. It was disappointing. It was disappointing to see the bitterness from people mm-hmm. uh, that were running. Uh, you expect that from, again, from the political fans to yes. say that. But the people running, I was kind of disheartened. Like, that. that's not a good look for the town. That's no way to heal now. Yes. Um, we can't move forward together. And, you know, the other night, uh, I had mentioned that they had the swearing-in ceremony. Yes. No, I'm not expecting the Democrats that ran to be there, but no one on the current town council, the outgoing council members were there. Maybe there was one that I didn't see, but I didn't see any outgoing council members. Mm-hmm. I, now that you say that, I was there. Yeah. I, I did show up. And yeah. like I said, I, I supported them, mm-hmm. you know, on a professional level. And I've come to personally enjoy the company, you know, like mm-hmm. be acquaintances with uh, a couple sure. of the candidates. Sure. And so we were there to support them, my wife yeah. and I both. Yeah. Um, and I made sure I took off all my insignia. Sky was there with me because I worked until four. It started at 430 and I yeah. didn't have time to get her home. Sure. Um, 
So Sky was there with me, but I didn't have any identifying insignia, nor was I even armed. Mm -hmm. We had some officers show up to make sure when we have town council stuff, and especially looking at how contentious yes, this election absolutely. was. Uh, there were some officers in the back of the room mm -hmm. um, in uniform just to make sure nobody on either side yeah. uh, went buck wild, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was a very large turnout. Um, it ended up being standing room only. Yeah. And I, I will say I think it was a great opportunity for the outgoing council yeah. to put pride aside mm -hmm. and show they are true public servants. Yes. And make a public statement that they're there to welcome in the new council. Yes. I, I again, I've never been to one before. I there's, was invited by. Um, there's winning someone. with grace and there's losing with grace, yeah. and you know. You never want to be. People are always quicker to point out the person who loses without grace. Yeah. Um, so, and not to go to any of that, and I'm not expecting any of them to come and shake my hand and, mm -hmm. and any of the other candidates. I mm -hmm. get it. I had to. I played a role. I chose to play a role. Yeah. Um, you can you can hate me as much as you want. Mm -hmm. um, stay the heck away from my family. Yeah. There, there's uh, a don't, difference. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't, there's... Don't, that's so unnecessary. Yes. Um, but uh, no. It, on that end, that's now. If any, you know, if any, if any one of them extended their hand to shake my hand, I would not refuse it. I would mm -hmm. not refuse a polite conversation. Yes, I would not refuse a genuine conversation right. about some issues. Right. Um, and if any of them told me, "Hey, I felt you know you really made me feel this way or that way in person," mm -hmm. I'd apologize to you for it because your feelings and your perception are your reality, and that's never what I want to do. I don't mm -hmm. want to make someone feel like I was out to get them. I wasn't mm -hmm. out to get you. Mm -hmm. I just didn't agree with either what you did put forth, or I felt you didn't put forth an accurate message mm -hmm. or any message. Mm -hmm. um, and if you stood for things I didn't, that's. I'm going to support sure. my candidates. Yep. I'm going to do it at an FOP level and a personal level as a resident. So, mm -hmm. uh, but to me, it's over. It's done with. Yep. Put the toys away and let's let's go back to being adults. Yeah. Uh, and that, that was a missed opportunity. I think you're right there. And and I don't know how that came to be. I don't know what discussions were had. I don't yeah, know if I they either, offered yeah. to be there and they mm -hmm. were told no. I I maybe that. I have no clue why they weren't there. Right. But I never even put any thought into it until you just brought it up. Yeah. It was that, just an that would have been a great yeah. moment to further heal our community after a very passionate race. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it is what it is, I guess. At, at this point, it's yeah. You know, we're going to move forward. Now, the ones who won get to put up or shut up. I told them you, you either you either stick to what you ran on, or I will be the first one to get vocal about you I, turning uh, your back on what you said. You're you you were going to do. Yes. The night and, of the election, uh, I messaged George and I said, congratulations. You know, I, I hope to look forward to working with you as a business owner and a resident in town. Um, but I will be a thorn. You know, I'm, I'm going to, now that I've, now that I've put my face out there and said that I'm going to be having these conversations and keeping people accountable, I'm going to be a thorn. Yeah. So, and he, and he said, I love it. I love I that you're getting that, involved. I genuinely in... think George, you know, I, I will speaking specifically about him. Mm -hmm. I genuinely believe that. Mm -hmm. I do because he's one of the people I've gotten to know personally, mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I want from every one of these candidates. Yeah, yeah. every one of them, all five, all six, mm -hmm. to include Wendy. Yeah, um, uh, be accountable. Mm -hmm. Look at things and 
be be vocal about what decisions you make and why you make them. Explain things to yeah, people. Yeah, transparency. We deserve that, we yeah, deserve that little... transparency. Mm-hmm. We deserve that small town feel. That's why you were put in there. Mm-hmm. Don't go in there and, and and be this. Well, I'm the politician. Well, right. okay. Well, that that'll change quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll come for someone's quickly. seat in four years if yes. you see that. Right? <laughs> I, I, well, I'm going to, everybody, well, what, what, what? You're I'm, in my ward. I'm pushing you. You're I'm in put, my no, ward, I'm Actually, man. my side of the street is not in your ward. It's I'm not. ward three. Yeah, they, re, really? they rezoned it, and I'm it's ward three. It's gerrymandering, eh? Yeah, okay. yeah I know, I'm, I'm right? Four. But, you, I, but no, you know, I'm, I'm pushing you for it. I think, you know, you'd be a great next step should Dave Nellens decide this is his last four years. Yeah. You'd be great to come in. What, I don't care what party you go for. Again, it's not yeah. about the party. It's about the person. And you would right. you would be a good steward to the success that Munster is yeah. and, and update it with a genuine thought process. Yeah. Thanks. So, no, that would that would be great. I, I said that. I don't know... Uh, a lot of people probably don't know it. I was in a documentary that Wes Moore had put on. He's now, he's, uh, is he the governor of Maryland? Um, I think so. Okay. But mm-hmm. this was years ago, uh, years and years ago, probably a decade ago. Uh, but in when we did our sit-down interview for the documentary, at the end of it, we, we had a nice uh, uh, candid moment. And I said, have you ever thought about getting into politics? He goes, no, absolutely not. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I said, well... I said, see, you think, not a politician, but think Mike Andrade, one of my favorite. Yes, I can't Mike call, is fantastic. Don't call him a politician. He's a public servant. Yes. He hates when you call him a politician. Yes. But that is what Wes Moore, to me, you know, embodied. He, here was a guy who just wanted to make mm-hmm. the right changes, better his community. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, a decade later, uh, mm-hmm. I, he, I believe he's the governor now. I think that's the position he filled. But phenomenal guy, Democrat, mm-hmm. this evil uh, as I've been labeled Republican, I yeah, guess. That's what right? I laugh about, but we won't get into the spaghetti mess that is whatever political party I don't fall under. Right. Um, but somebody who, if he'd asked me, hey, will you come out and tell people the story about how you told me to run 10 years ago? I'd have gone to any event and uh, or done a, an interview. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, here's this guy. Here's my limited experience with him and the genuine person I see. Yeah. You know, not a politician. Not, yeah. you know, your federal level where... Unfortunately, they all seem so apparently corrupt <laughs> or part of a club that yeah, none of us. That's we for sure. In that club, we are so. not. We are not. Um, <coughs> so what's the so to end it? Ended on, end ended it. on the sweet spot here. Um, like I've asked everyone so far, how do we get involved? Community involvement. I know this is like more, and I hope to one day get Officer Greist mm-hmm. because he's the poster boy of community involvement. Oh, with, I think it'd the, be phenomenal to uh, have police him on. department, but. Um, your personal opinion. How, so how I will speak uh, semi on uh, on the behalf of the Munster Police Department. Uh, Officer Grice does put on uh, uh, the Citizens Police Academy, but it yep. depends on interest. People mm-hmm. want to do that. You've done it. I did right? it. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I think it's something every resident who has a little bit of time, come yeah. do it. Try it out. We have the VIPs, again, the Brian the and Don DeMario mm-hmm. did the Citizens Academy with yes, you, and then they went, went on to be VIPs, volunteers, and... Is it police services or public service? I forget I exactly what it stands for. Mm-hmm. I know. Shouldn't I know that? It's yeah. horrible. Um, but we could use plenty more of those. Oh, okay. And and uh, um, look into that. Find out if that's something you're interested in. Or come to the PD and ask to speak to me, any one of the canine members, if you mm-hmm. want to find out how you can help us out. Because it's very fast and loose. We, we, we come up with ideas in every way we can. Uh, but... One way, everybody who's listening to this, I'd like you to talk around the house and decide if you would like a puppy 
should Sky Invader breed because we have pushed that up the chain. Um, she is in heat right now. We're going to hold off until next cycle. So you have six to eight months before she'll go back into heat, judging by her cycles. Mm -hmm. um, so you have eight to ten months to decide if maybe you'd like one of those puppies and you would make a donation and we would gift because we sell nothing at the Munster okay. Police Canine Unit. Everything is uh, gifted so, for donation. So a donation, okay. Um, you, you Maybe you want to be a loving home for one of those dogs. We want. We are looking to... Uh, convince the schools or, or let the schools get approval. Some of the elementary schools with the work Sky and I have done there okay. want to have a full-time comfort dog at the school. Oh, wow. No narcotics work or anything, but yeah. just the, the comfort just side that she there. provides, yeah. a therapy dog. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're looking to have Sky Invader uh, produce those dogs for them. Oh, wow. So it, it's something we're looking into. If you hear this podcast and it's something you're interested in, you can email bremerts at munster.org. That's common spelling. <laughs> I'm not going to spell it out for you. Call the Munster Police Department. You tell go. them you, you need my email address or you need to speak to me. They'll send you to my phone line, which sends your voicemail to my email. Give me your information. I'll get back to you. But there is plenty of ways. You come to the Munster Police Department, say you're interested in learning more about what we do or being more involved with what we do, mm -hmm. and we will find something that you like. Okay. Uh, and as far as being a part of the community, get out. There's so many mm -hmm. good organizations you can s support throughout this community. I can't list them all. I mm -hmm. don't know them all. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and list some and not others that are yeah. awesome. Go to Town Hall. Get involved. You want to bug Wendy Miss? She probably knows more than anybody. Go to the Chamber of Commerce. Mm hmm sure you don't have a business that's fine guess what they know about all the other mm -hmm. uh organizations and clubs going on in town right. get more involved that's what i want from every citizen yeah be an active member of this yeah. community because we all love it we moved here because of the su success that monster is that does not continue with apathy mm -hmm. apathy will kill us fi faster than anything mm -hmm. So you need to be involved. You need to not just sit at home, come home, and, well, I have a Munster address and that's it. Yeah. Be more involved. Yeah. Any way you want to. We can use your help at the, the canine unit. We have some wonderful uh, opportunities that we can put on for you at the PD. But if you're not, if that's not your cup of tea, get involved with the town somehow. Mm -hmm. Become awesome. knowledgeable. Yeah. Awesome. We covered a lot. Uh, this is by, this is the uh, longest one so far. We just kinda, uh, we I'll got, tell you right now, my wife will we, be the least surprised person. We, we got lost in conversation, uh, which is the, which is the point of this. Be. And yeah. that's you know, I th I think you're not, and this is not a criticism. No, no, I no, think no, no. your other interviews have been very um, stiff, mm -hmm. very much so like a, a news interview. Mm -hmm. I told you this one was going to be more of the Joe Rogan s sit down, oh, sure. two buddies yeah, sitting yeah, yeah, down, yeah. and that's. It's, you know, again, I'll wrap it up with we don't agree on everything, but you did not see an argument here. You yeah. did not see me disrespect your view on anything. Yeah. And and that's not who I am. And that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why we get along so great. That's yeah. why I stop in the top tier. I'm, I've probably stopped into your business on more of my breaks than any other yeah. business. It. You know, yeah. I just, just because I like to come in, mm -hmm. see how things are going, mm -hmm. catch up. You know, we've never hung out personally, but right. we run into each other all the time in the community yeah. because you are involved. Yeah. So, sometimes oh. when you're you're Batman, <laughs> I was. It reminds me. I'm going to send you a link. I, I found it last night, and I didn't want to bug you in the middle of the night uh, as we were both sitting without power. So oh, I guess I, I could have sent it to you. I didn't yeah. think. Oh, he's probably got no power too. <laughs> <coughs> but uh, 
it, it's a Batman thing, and it's going to make you laugh your butt off. But, Excellent. Uh, it, Excellent. It, it definitely, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I only came here to be interviewed by Batman. Um, <laughs> there was no other driving force, and I got to do it. So Awesome. I hope you guys enjoy. Haters, go ahead, hate. I'm not reading your comments. Uh, <laughs> but now you have now you get to put a tone to who Brad Remertz is, because I did become a polarizing figure, and that wasn't yeah. my intent. I just yeah. like to hold the dumb end of the leash for Sky and be someone that you can come up to and laugh and joke about yeah. and not worry about offending me. You're not going to. Yeah. I, you, you, I want everybody. I don't care if you agree with my opinions. I want you to know I am an active member in the community, and it, I am prideful to be a Munster resident. Yeah. And I'm proud to support any of my residents any way I can. Mm -hmm. Well, you, you, you nailed it again. I said one of the reasons I started this was that so much of tone gets lost in the text of things. And even though you may even agree with somebody, you see something online and then it's, it's everyone's at each other's throat. So just having this conversation people can kind of get to know you more, know your tone more it, via listening as opposed to just keyboards and then someone saying something and someone saying something. And it's just like, it's not productive. It's not it's, productive It's an impossible hill to climb. So um, thank you so much for being here. And uh, hopefully people enjoy and get involved. All right. Thank you. You've been listening to Mustang Mentality. As someone deeply rooted in Munster, Anthony has walked the talk. He sat down with both sides, sipped coffee with local business owners, and really listened to what everyone has to say. And he's bringing those conversations right here to you. This show is for every resident, every business owner, everyone who calls Munster home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at the Anthony Christopher. See you next time on Mustang Mentality.